0: In today's episode, Dave interviews Second City alum Tammy Sager. Tammy has written for Mad TV, 30 Rock, and How I Met Your Mother. I'm Ian Foley, and this is ADD Comedy.
1: Mr. Label.
0: Richard Label.
1: I once did a Bizco show with him Mm -hmm. where it was just me, him, and maybe Al Samuels, like the tiniest little show, but for a million people in San Francisco. And it was, it killed way beyond what it should have.
0: Because of the trio.
1: It was the trio, and Label is amazing. He
0: really is amazing. He does
1: magic, he does comedy. And then we were at the end of the show, and it was like, guess that phrase or something, some guessing game where he had to go out of the room. Mm-hmm. And I was saying like, and when Mr. Label comes back, and this woman in the audience of like 500 goes, Mr. Label. Mr. <laughs> Label. <laughs> 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 she was so tickled, Mister Label. Uh, I think that's it's a, like the, a nineteen forties radio show. Mister,
0: oh, Mister Label, oh, Mr. you're L- back for L- your hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we. Uh, uh, I think we used to have a phrase. It was something like, "Who's the guy? Who's the guy that that's the best at sarcasm?" Richard Label, <laughs> <laughs> Richard Label. He.
1: Go, he would go to Nookie's every week, right, with those guys. Or was that group of men? They,
0: I think they still do they that, still but that. You know, they still do that. So the group is, um, Pasquese, it's, right? it's like 8.30 on a Tuesday morning or something crazy like that. And it's Pasquazi. Uh, I don't, you know, these are like the regular, it's like Pasquazi, Daryl Warren, um, Tim Kazarenski, Tim O'Malley, uh, John Judd, I think. Think um
1: like Mark Grapey, one of them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those guys, those yeah. Chicago guys, those Chicago guys. Grapey. Um, who else was there? But it was a crazy group, and they would have this huge table, and they would. It it was like being with the Friars Club Amazing. at your own personal diner.
1: Well, so I heard because I know he does this like when he would just go to the bathroom backstage, but in Nookies, a public restaurant.
0: Every time I we go coming. to the
1: bathroom, he would just go, ah, so much blood, right? so much, every week, just yeah. every, just can't, it's yeah. like a compulsion, like he can't,
0: he can't just, stop, he yeah, can't stop, yeah. you, when you're, when you're on a gig with him, and you go to one of these bathrooms at the, at the big hall <laughs> or something, and you'll be at a urinal, and he'll be at a urinal, and it's like clockwork, he will say, um, just how much blood should be in your urine, <laughs> and you're going, uh, and people go, uh, 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 and uh, anybody who knows Richard's like rolling their eyes, gone. yeah, I remember right.
1: when his, this is, this, I hope this, this podcast is the Richard label stories, right? It always
0: is. Um, <laughs> we just live in his world.
1: <laughs> I remember like maybe within 24 hours of the birth of his first child. Yeah. It was a boy. Harrison. And he said... I think my son is gay. <laughs> Within twenty-four hours of his first, I said, "I think my son is gay," because when I suck his dick, he laughs, <laughs> or like he likes it. It's just like, <laughs> like, were you planning that when you saw the sex of the child? Were you planning that?
0: Right. Oh, it's one of these things where, and and when he, when you are working with somebody like him, oh, and there's a the professionalism. Best. You, if something, if if the CEO would get assassinated while the industry was going on. Rich would go, okay, everybody, just calm down. We're yeah. going to keep going on. We're going to keep moving on. And you go, he, you don't, there are certain people that you go, I want him yes. to be here. I want, to be, I want, when something screws up, I want that guy oh. to be the guy.
1: He was my first, like, when, and when you get hired at Second City, like the way you, it's amazing to be in Turco, but you can't make a living doing it unless Back in the day, Bizco, Joe Keefe would scoop you up. Right. Make sure you got enough to live on. Right. And then getting under the creative directorship of Richard Label. Richard Label.
0: <laughs> Richard Label. <laughs> but I mean, yeah.
1: it was, I just remember feeling like I was taken under a great ben- beneficent
0: wing. Sure. Wing. Wing. Yeah. I'm yeah, he's your like, beneficence man. Yeah. Right? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Right? Really. <laughs> still Real. not Totally. Sure. Um, Oh, I, I totally agree. And uh, I just did. A, I just did an industrial with him, at William Hall, oh, and really? I did industrial with him at for Invisalign in at Fe, at the Phoenician, the Grand Phoenician, the Phoenician in Phoenix. And he was in charge, and he dealt with the clients, and he was great with the clients, oh, and and, and you got paid it. on time and all that stuff. Amazing. But everything that we do, we get. You know, for me, when you were talking about Joe Keefe, there are people along the way, and I. I read something that you. I read an interview that you had. I've
1: had where you a lot about, of interviews. You've done a lot of interviews. No, I and really have not. No, you haven't. It's very hard. It's more like uh, I'm not. Uh, I have not a question
0: hard. about that too. Like who, who do you do your Wikipedia or just no? Does I do that? not Touch
1: that with a ten foot pole. Who
0: the like? I I, look at I don't
1: going, know. I looked at it once, and there were a bunch of inaccuracies that would just. The idea of trying to correct them, I was like, you know what, I can't, I can't even look at this. <laughs> I, yeah, one time I looked at it. The one time, just trying to correct anything that's wrong online is, my wow. mom tried to do it once for me. Because, <laughs> can I, this is, the, there was this group called Child's Play. It was a great theater in Chicago is actually does children's plays, children's stories, poems, plays and then they go around to schools and perform them. And when I was a little kid, they chose my play and did it. Which mm-hmm. was like
0: When did you move to Chicago? How old were you?
1: 3 years old. Okay.
0: So they chose your play. How old were you when you had this play?
1: Oh, so that's the point. As I was in 3rd grade. <gasps> I was like but you know, and then years later when I was like whatever, 21 or 22, I got hired by them, which was like wh- amazing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, so then they go online. Years later, they're like, and here's Tammy Zager's play, The Clumsy Night, which she wrote in sixth grade. Which I was like, well, it's a lot less impressive <laughs> as a sixth grader than as a third grader.
0: This is your thought.
1: Oh, beyond my thought. It's my certainty.
0: Uh-huh. No, 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 no. So, yeah. This is your thought that that needs to be corrected. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. And I right. bring it up to my mother, who's right. like... Or, she might have seen it and was like, you weren't in sixth grade. And then, yes, I'm sure I right. went to that. And I was like, oh, man. And my mom was like, don't worry. I'll take care of it. Yeah. So she wrote a letter. <laughs> to who? To the woman who runs that place.
0: Okay. Right. And uh, and
1: uh-huh. it just sort of opened the door of, like, not only was it not fixed, but, like, here's how we ask for money. Like, it was just a terrible, like. Oh, no. No, I mean, I don't. I, that, right. That's opening a whole other door. Right, but, right, uh, right, right. No, it was just bad. It was just, it was like. Not only does it nothing get fixed on the internet, it just sort of, just trying to fix something makes it a million times they, worse.
0: Whenever I hear somebody saying, uh, th- and this show is, is um, sponsored by, and it's a company that, reputation.com. Oh. and we'll make sure that you're going to I'm thinking yeah. what a wormhole really what you guys worm- put on the wormhole hat yeah. the wormhole helmet and you got on the wormhole and you then go this and and it's sort of like removing skin from flesh yes I know that the same thing <laughs> but it's sort of like removing skin like from like damaged
1: flesh. skin it's like a right. burn victim like having yeah. to like and then but then your left was just like raw the most painful
0: and then but then the, the burn grows back
1: does it?
0: I think it does you I mean can't, it doesn't
1: Grow back like perfect skin, but it's not like. Well, I think our metaphor charred. is getting very sciencey, and this is where this <laughs> is the somebody <laughs> else's mom is gonna have to write in and be like, This exactly. is terrible, <laughs>
0: exactly. But this no, is terrible. But
1: I feel like you're already in that wormhole if you're hiring reputation.com. Like, Absolutely. You've, you've gone down in that wormhole of like looking at the internet,
0: yeah. Somebody said, because uh, I'm very political online, and someone said you should run for office, and I'm thinking there's no Fucking way, because I have done some shit that I don't want anybody that that I know and the people that I did it with know, and maybe they told a friend. Right. But it's that friend that I worry about. Right, right. And I'm like, no, there's just no way. Yeah. Because at the moment that that comes out, it's like, wow, really? i really so tried to keep that. <laughs> i worked so long to keep that secret. Or it's not, a, it's not a secret. It's just something I don't tell anyone.
1: Well, it's funny. I was just in a conversation with somebody about the difference between privacy and secrets.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And there's something sort of shameful about secrets. And there's something sort of like measured and you know like private like that's a choice you make uh-huh. but like secret there's like a layer of
0: shame to it there is if you call it secret
1: if you feel like it's a secret it well shameful.
0: do you I don't I'm I don't I don't jump on the shame train very yeah. often You're, I don't jump on the shame train and I don't jump on the yeah, regret like, you know, like that's train yeah
1: like that's a that's a choice that you've made a point you know like right and it's it a, really, a strong really is. choice
0: it is a strong you choice you
1: Edith Piaf were like you know what
0: Right. No both regrets. of us. Both of us. We have no regrets. We have no regrets. Well, you well, did that
1: weird thing. To,
0: well, with, but it was between both of us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, she, yeah. She told that one guy. But in French.
0: <laughs> so it really didn't make a difference. Right. She's French, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She
1: regrets nothing.
0: No, I don't have... I look at those and I go... I, I think... And I mentioned it before, the idea of... Like, to have regret implies that... For me, I'm thinking, oh, I really regret doing that. But it implies that... I was airlifted yes. and dropped into this yes. period of time where I was like, oh, "I'm going to do that," but and then, it's like, no, no. Everything led up to that point.
1: Yeah, and, and it's also every. It also then means like, do I regret everything that's followed from that point? And right. it's like, no. A lot of good stuff happened there. I remember, I got boom Chicago, um, and it was pretty early on at boom. It was still only lasting six or seven before months
0: before I was before there. Before
1: you were there, right? Before you were there. But I was still in college, and I had to leave and then come back to finish up school. And I remember knowing in my heart, I was like, if I fuck this up with school, it's not going to be because I left school for seven months. Mm -hmm. It's going to be all the tiny little choices I make on a daily basis. Right.
0: But you don't know that, you know?
1: I knew it at the time. I don't remember that Uh on a daily basis. In some ways, I think I was so much smarter (laughs) <laughs> I was younger than I am now.
0: But it is that Bob Dylan song. I was so much older than I'm younger than that now. Because back then, you're going, oh, I'm really wise because you don't think twice about doing certain yeah, things. Yeah. You just braver. jump into it. I was it. just braver. But Tammy, you, out of it's so many people that I know, you have, you... And I was thinking about this when I was thinking about this podcast. You have up and moved, and then up and moved, and up up and moved
1: again. But
0: but if you didn't want to do it, you wouldn't do it. Oh no no
1: no! This and and this this move in particular is a real choice. Yeah yeah. This move was like, yeah. I mean, I guess there are always choices, but this one feels less like I was plucked by a job, Uh and more like I made the decision. Before I got the job, that I was going to move back to New York.
0: Right. Yeah. You made the decision before you got the job that you're yeah. going to move back to New York. Yeah. Very interesting. And then the job the job oh, came.
1: Such a leap in the net will appear. Oh it, my goodness. I love was. that.
0: It's a leap in the net will appear. And then, but, yeah. You don't even. You don't even think about the net. I don't even think about the net appearing. I think that. The greatest thing that ever happened to me was my leaving Second City as the artistic director, was my deciding there was something weird in the air then, and then something happened, and again, it's not secrecy, it's privacy. There was something that happened It made me leave the artistic directorship so of f- Second City. I have City.
1: no idea what, yeah, I don't and, know.
0: And none of that matters because that, you know, to to, to invest the time to go, oh, this happened yes, and that yes, happened, yeah, it dredges totally. it back up. And, and also
1: people don't really care. No, they no, don't. No, you care, but also then, like. I cared,
0: but I don't anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. And getting it caught in that, like. Wormhole. Exactly. Trying to explain. Like, yeah. When people ask me like, what happened in a relationship, I'll be like, Oh my god. The amount that you've cared in just asking me is so little, and you will stop caring as soon as I begin to try to answer. <laughs> exactly.
0: you're going to try to extricate yourself from the yeah. question that you did, and maybe you'll have a regret of like, "Why did right. I do that? I'm never going to yeah, do that again." Yeah, you're going
1: to regret your question
0: more than I regret. <laughs> uh, right? Exactly, because I'm way past that. Yeah. And and once one and 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 I, I talk my divorce about my divorce, but I don't talk about the specifics. I talk. I mean, I talk about the facts. I don't talk about the truth, my truth involved in it. The facts that. The fact that I was married for fourteen years, I lived in Silver Lake. Right. We had a house. Right. We had two dogs. Right. Those are the historical facts about it.
1: Well, that spells everything out. It certainly, no, we all you know fill exactly in, right? You know what I'm talking fill about. Fill in the blanks. Right? That's happened to me. <laughs> well, it had to end. It
0: Clearly. It had to end. All those things put in there. And I look back and I think, okay, fine. Was there something? And it's like, no, none of that matters. None of it fucking matters. And going back to why I'm talking about this. That event, that happened, my leaving Second City after, and I never realized I worked there for 21 years, yeah. and my, ha- my leaving there was the greatest thing that has happened because it put you in front of me right now, if you want to say that. Right. There's a trajectory that, that did this. Yeah. And I, mean, I wasn't happy. Yes. I don't think I was happy.
1: Yeah. I mean, isn't that, it, it? I love that when you realize that. Like, there's been, yeah, there's been times in my life where, where, It felt like something was taken from me, and then realizing there's a, there's a, it's a cliche, but I love it, that rejection is God's protection, or the universe's protection, whatever.
0: Oh, I like that. Rejection is the universe's protection. Yeah. It rhymes somebody's saying uh, that I am Rachel Hamilton (laughs) but I love that the
1: rhyme is the rule and it's like well that's not a rhyme
0: (laughs) (laughs) that was the greatest that was one of the top five things I did this year it's like the rhyme is the rule going why isn't that a rhyme
1: (laughs) right why didn't you take the extra two minutes whoever made that up
0: (laughs) <laughs> to look at the rule
1: they came up with that rule.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. You know. The rhyme ain't no crime. Like, yeah, oh, something like know. that. We're, we're
1: really... better.
0: <laughs> we're not taking the
1: time to figure out that rhyme. But, no, it is... Uh, but it, it's just, it's helpful to remember. The rhyme helps you remember.
0: The rhyme helps you remember, and that's all. That's all it That's is. all it does. It but just I, does I, that. Do you
1: like rejection is... I mean, God's protection just works better with the rhythm, but just your higher power, just the bigger thing. Right. Just the bigger thing. And that
0: higher power thing is, like, for me going, I know some people go, I would say, I do not want to do, I won't do AA because I don't believe in that higher power thing. No, I don't do AA. I don't do the higher power thing, but I get yeah, it. Yeah, like,
1: I don't do AA because I right. don't want to stop drinking.
0: <laughs> exactly. Because once you do AA, you can't drink anymore. I don't know if there's been anybody who's put that together going, I don't know, a lot of people quit drinking when they do AA. <laughs> Am I the only one who thinks that? I'm not the only one who do- I was really proud of myself the other day. Um, was it yes? No, it wasn't yesterday. It was yesterday. I didn't have a drink. And I wasn't sick or anything. I just didn't have a drink.
1: It was really good.
0: I was like, oh, Did you
1: go to bed being like, oh, wait, I didn't have a drink today?
0: Um, I was. Or was uh, it
1: all day long? You're like, I'm not drinking. Well,
0: I don't usually drink until, I don't usually, <laughs> I think this is problematic. At
1: least noon.
0: Mm, no. It's much later, which okay. I, think is, is, I think is more insidious, egregious, if you will. Um, I don't usually drink until like 11 o'clock. Uh-huh. If I'm home alone, right, right, is that sad? I don't think it's sad. You know, 11 p.m. It's whatever
1: it is. Yeah,
0: but I sleep really. L- I sl- I go to bed really late.
1: I remember you saying that also on your podcast yeah. with Hamilton. 3 a.m.
0: Right. Yesterday was four.
1: Yeah, th- I've done that. I, I just did that last night myself, but it was a bad. I, I, I'm not. I'm not somebody who's good about that. Like, I. And then, do you ever have this when you sleep, where like? I get caught in that state between being asleep and my body is locked down, but my brain isn't. So, like, I keep trying to, oh, oh. I keep trying to get up, and uh-huh. I, I'm, my body's on lockdown. I'm paralyzed. That does that not happen to, to me. No, it's, the, it's horrifying.
0: No, So, yeah. that happens
1: to me if I go to sleep later than I should.
0: Someone said, if you are if you are having trouble getting to sleep, get up. Don't fight it. Yeah, yeah. And then and it's like, oh, yeah, right. Because right now I'm engaged in uh, trying to go to sleep yeah, yeah. as opposed to I'm being awake and I'm eventually going to run out of steam. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, but you, with you with your this trip, of course you've got a bunch of things well, that are going on, Yeah, right? I'm
1: so... Like how your apartment looks now... Actually, it's, it's very nice. Mm-hmm. Mine is just like this but really messy. <laughs> it's like that. I'm like, why do I think that I'm going to be able to move my life in three days? Like, there's no... There's like, there's no part of me that's packing or like I try to pack I mean I am I'll like throw something in a box and then like
0: get, get on the internet yeah right. I just oh. That, oh that getting on the internet thing the is the worst well, it's I've, the worst I've
1: hired movers to pack me which I've never done before great like, I've had a bunch of people just be like you know what just do it just throw money at it I'm right. like okay I don't have time
0: what do you think is it working out
1: I have no idea they don't come until the day before that's the that's right they comes. don't and so I'm really scared they're gonna walk in and be like what the f- we can't do this. No, they're not going to do, do that. They're I
0: not going to do that. They're not going to do that. It's so interesting to me how professional people do things that I don't even think people would do. Like what movers, like those guys who will pack you up and they'll look at something and go, okay. Because for me, they can figure it out.
1: It's something that will just make me want to cry. Right,
0: or, but I look um, at what you do and I think uh putting a show together or putting like put, or like writing an episode like how the fuck do you do that but but again it's not you being airlifted dropped right. into that time where you go you guys are writers on a TV show and I I was I'm was just a mover
1: but you know what it's funny I still I have to remind myself of that because I still think you can sit down at the page and be like, I don't know how to do this right. or like I've started running walking. Like, I, okay. I've done, like, a couple of marathons, but mostly walking them. Uh-huh. But I'll still have that thing before I go for a six-mile run walk, where uh-huh. I'll be like, I can't do six miles. I was like, well, Tim, you did a half marathon. Like, this just happened to me last weekend, where I was like, I can't. I can't do it. And I'm like, I did a half marathon a month ago. Right. A month. I did it very slowly. I mm-hmm. walked through most of it. But that, I'm going to run, walk through it. Like, and then, it shocks me that I can do five miles. Just shocks
0: but me. But you are doing- And it happens with an episode
1: too, like writing an episode, I'll be yeah.
0: like, what? But the thing is that you're not looking at it going, I'm gonna run five miles. You say, I'm gonna start, or whatever it's gonna be. I'm gonna walk five miles, or whatever it's gonna be. You start going, I'm going to start. And then that's all, that's, and then you're done.
1: That's when I'm in a good place. When I'm in a good place, it's I'm gonna start. Just right. like with moving. When I'm in the bad place in my head, right. just like with moving, it's like, I have to back up this room. Instead of just like and that and then I just that's when I get on the internet and eat a caramel wafer. A <laughs> caramel wafer. I Wait. just I got the, we got these gift baskets and they those Dutch, those Dutch strope waffles. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Whoa. You remember those? Ah oh, yeah. Uh, I love Boom Chicago. I just yeah. loved it there. Me too.
1: It was fun. It right? was really
0: fun. And have I you told gone those back? guys what's that?
1: Have you gone back to I like, have, I, I
0: did. I directed a show in two thousand, I directed a show in two thousand three or two, and that was hard. That was really, really hard. <laughs> that show I thought is not that was the one I don't know if you've ever been to this where you take on a task and you think, this is this is it. This is my Waterloo. Yeah. This is the one thing where I think this is not going to work. Yeah. I don't... It's not... Everyone's going to find out
1: the fraud that I am.
0: Clearly. I will
1: never work again. Right.
0: And so, that was the show that was called Rockstars and... And I went and I met with Andrew Moskos and and he goes and we met and we met in front of the in the Leipzig and right in front of the theater and he said I said I saw some uh, advertisement for the show and he goes don't worry about it it's just minor stuff it's not everywhere else it's just you know we did What's, start advertising you started
1: advertising before the process before I started? even the process even started <laughs> and
0: I'm like wow Wait, what they already had
1: a name for it now, yeah he
0: had a, well they always have a name for it and before I come the in
1: directing started yes oh. so they don't
0: have, they have a name for it so the first show that I did was um, live of the live the lights of line. Uh, oh no, boom! Chicago. Your business, your privacy is our business.
1: Okay, that's all good. Right?
0: So it was really good. And the next one was, was called Rock Stars, and I was like, that Wow, great!
1: Would terrify me. And some, just as a nerd, I'd be like, I can't be. What? <laughs> I'm just not cool enough.
0: Those guys are all cool.
1: Yeah, I know. You know. So
0: know. who is in the group? Brendan Hunt, Jordan Peele. You know, like because uh, I know uh,
1: Brendan Hunt. He was a couple years. Ahead of me in high school. Ah. And he was such a nerd. Such a nerd. Such a drama. He wrote Excedrin on his forehead because he was like, I have a headache this big. It's got Excedrin. You know, you just walk around with Sharpie written Excedrin on his forehead. And he just went to Amsterdam again after I did. But like, and just... You put him in those red leather that, pants. That was his. Could not get him exactly,
0: that way. he was the mayor of Amsterdam. Yeah. If you wanted anything from E to uh, movers, he would know. If you wanted Panikopen at that X o'clock, he would know. He, it's like you want to get into the, the club dancing. He would do it. But these guys were so cool.
1: That's such a testament to, like,
0: reinvention. He, but he keeps doing that. We all keep, but I think that we all keep doing that.
1: It takes an effort. I mean... You you have to make that effort, I but think.
0: you're leaving here. Oh yeah, I'm making right? an effort. I'm and you but it's not that you're making an effort. You were afforded that opportunity, and then you jump into it.
1: But okay, so so you went there, and it's I rock went stars, there,
0: and I'm sitting at the Liza plant with Andrew Moskos, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? And he says, uh, "Don't worry about it. We just did a little bit of advertising." And as he says that, behind him there's a tram, <laughs> and on the side of the tram is a photograph of all the actors in the in their parts that we haven't designed. <laughs> On the advertisement, color, huge, twenty feet long, that said "Boom Chicago Rock Stars," and there was a slug line on it, and I was like, "I don't even know what that was," but it was David, uh, David, David, uh, uh, David. I uh, was a Alder, 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 um, David. And I hope he doesn't listen to this. Uh, there was David and um, uh, Pep and Brendan and um, Nicole uh, Parker and like all those people dressed up to the nines and i'm I like jordan peel that just looks like a fucking rock star, cuz he is yeah, yeah. and it's all those people are going what the fuck was that Andrew? he goes don't worry about it <laughs> and then the show went you know we're we're moving and i was there for 2 months instead of my normal 3 weeks which is what i first had to do a show oh, wow. which really worked so we wow. did a show in 3 weeks wow. that was shit still being run there i suppose But there came a point where, yeah, we did a show. We did a two-act show with video in three weeks. But when you look at it, you go, and everyone's like, what do you want to do? (laughs) And I was like that, and they went, okay. I said, how about green screen? They went, great. T1 line, great. How about two two videos up there? They went, oh, yeah, we could do that. And that's what they do now. But at that time, there came a point where I remember riding my bike and being on the phone with my friend Tamara here, in in L.A. and I'm in Amsterdam going, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And then this woman, this Irish woman who was in the cast. Josie? Yeah. Aww. Josie came up and I said, Josie, I, I, I'm, I'm in a panic. I don't know what the fuck to do. She said, breathe. Whatever isn't funny, get rid of it. And I went, oh, yeah.
1: Now, what if wasn't what wasn't funny was rock stars?
0: So. What wasn't funny was trying to make all that shit work. Yeah, it was trying to be cool. Right, and then you know, and there were some great ideas that we couldn't. Like Joe Kelly had this great idea of taking Dark Side of the Moon and putting it with some video that a movie that it didn't go with it all. <laughs> That's hilarious. And Really trying to make that work. It's like, no, this is really gonna work. Yeah. Like there are little. But, it's, yeah. but when you do Boot Chicago*, you're doing a concept. Improv games, sketch comedy, yeah, music,
1: yeah. When I was there, we didn't have that whole. It wasn't. I brought it. Yeah, you brought it, and then three years later, we're like what
0: the? It fuck kind of have bit I me brought? in the ass. <laughs> yeah. But she was right. She was absolutely right.
1: Yeah, because it's at, at its heart, it's a comedy show. It's got to be funny.
0: It's got to be funny. Yeah, it's got to be funny. And I'm going, oh, I don't know what to do. And I, yeah, there is that feeling of. But we again we get ourselves involved in things that we go. I don't even think about it. I was so much older than I am younger than I now. So at that point, I'm like, sure, I'll do that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go and you do, and it's like it's. The sooner you get rid of your expectations, the better off you're going to be. But then,
1: did it end up okay? It ended up great.
0: Mm, no, it, it ended uh, up.
1: It just ended up. It yeah, ended yeah, yeah. up.
0: It was really nice how it ended up. Oh, well, that's good. It just ended up. Yeah. I'm not doing it anymore.
1: Right. <laughs> it ended.
0: It ended. It
1: ended up. And it it ended, ended up. And
0: I'm not, I don't mean it ended up. Yeah. I just meant it, it ended. It, ended. Yeah, 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 it yeah. ended up.
1: Yeah.
0: Ending. It ended up ending. Yeah, yeah. Which is really, really great. Yeah. Because I don't have to do that anymore.
1: Um, would you, have you gone back to just visit? Yes,
0: just I've gone to, back to work with those guys.
1: Oh, and, yeah, that's, so that's beyond visiting. That's that is working. Beyond, that's them.
0: working. That, I've, I've gone back just to do a week of, uh, of workshops there. Oh, that's awesome. But do, what did you like about being there?
1: Well, I, I just like living there. You know, I was still in college. I was 20. Mm-hmm. And I... I mean, it was just very... I'd never... I mean, that was also... So that. So much of that when you're that young is also just where you are in your life. Like, for me, that was... I'd gone from performing, you know, in secret behind my parents' backs to, like, now you know I am in another country
0: and I'm doing this. Right, you're not doing mathematics.
1: Yeah, I'm not doing math and, like, performing under the stage name. This is...
0: No. Yes. Oh, no. What's going to happen right now?
1: The most... I was um, so tortured by the fact that I was going against my parents by performing behind their backs that I didn't want to deny my Jewish heritage and my stage name that I chose for myself, which is also like, you don't need a stage name to perform at Jimmy's.
0: No, you don't. Jimmy's Woodlawn Tap.
1: Jimmy's Woodlawn Tap, which was the stinkiest smoke-filled bar in Hyde Park. That was two blocks from where my parents lived.
0: No, they lived in Hyde Park. Oh yeah,
1: fifty fourth and Woodlawn.
0: So you you went. You didn't just go to a college in your city. You oh, went to college I went to in your neighborhood. Oh, that
1: imagine in like five blocks away. <laughs> and then I performed in a bar two blocks away. Like that, they would have killed me if they would known I was performing at. Uh, then I stage name was Sadie Cohen. <laughs> 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 I may be going... I might be... Oh, Sadie Cohen does
0: sound like somebody that would be from a 1920s vaudeville show. Absolutely. And that's the way I would look Absolutely. at it, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello,
1: yeah. it's Sadie Cohen!
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the and magical stylings of Sadie Cohen and her dog, Chips! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chips. Yeah, Chips. So when your folks found out that you were... like, Was it one of those things like coming out of a closet, like we knew all the time, or...
1: There's there's so much... Again. This is one of those, like, you'll ask the question, and I will, you will regret having asked it within mm-hmm. two seconds of the answer. No, there was there was a lot of push and pullback between, like, what it... They knew I was doing improv in college, and then it was like, well, you can't do that. You have to do this, whatever. And so then it was like, we had an agreement where I wouldn't be doing it. I'd be doing... Right. be focusing on my studies anyway. But when Boom Chicago happened, I was still in college, and then it had to be... Official because I was going to leave the country and also leave school for a while, come back to right. do it.
0: Did you come back to school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got a degree? Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: I just had like two classes to finish up, like one quarter, like not even a full <clears throat> quarter because it was, you took three to four classes a quarter and I just had two classes right. like one quarter. But anyway. Uh,
0: what a school though, University of Chicago. Uh, yeah. Fucking, what a school. Yeah. What yeah. a campus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but having grown up around there, it was like, I, I you know, I. I
0: No, I get it because, I mean, I lived on the north side and we had friends who were at uh, 55th uh, 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 Hyde Park.
1: Hyde Park, Boulevard. Yeah,
0: they were at Hyde Park. Park. They were right next door to Temple uh, KM Isaiah.
1: Oh, that's like 50th.
0: 50th. That's right by
1: where Obama Right, right, right.
0: That's where the JCC is over there, right? So they were right next door. They had a beautiful, so we, yeah. we I, I would go there every weekend, oh. every weekend, so I love that area, you yeah. know, the Hyde Park Art Fair and all that stuff, yeah. crazy, but anyway, you were having to go to,
1: oh, so I had to, you know, I had to say, like, I'm going to go to Amsterdam for six or seven months in the middle of us having an agreement where I wasn't supposed to be doing any theater, mm-hmm. and, uh, there
0: was an agreement, you guys sat down, like, you were like, come here, we found this playbill, uh, what do you mean, Sadie Cohn, who's Sadie <laughs> Cohn?
1: Uh, basically, I mean, it was. Did you
0: get outed by Sadie, uh, Sadie Cohn? Sadie? No,
1: I didn't. That came later. I got outed because a phone call came to my house a week before finals, saying the we're doing the reading for my sister in this house, which is a play I'd just been cast in, uh, on Sunday. And my father came into my room and was like, "What?" And he's like, "Let me see your algebraic topology notes." And I was like, no. <laughs> Anyway, I can't.
0: I can't tell you how many times my dad came into my room and asked yeah. for my algebraic to, to, to topology topology. Yeah, topology is topographic ology. <laughs>
1: sure, it's like shapes. Shapes. Think of it as like shapes. I think, yeah.
0: Algebraic shapes. Sure. We can- I
1: don't know. Like, there's three sort of basic fields of math that you can: analysis and algebra and topology. Uh-huh. You can, Got and then, it. then there's a million.
0: I love algebra.
1: I loved algebra, too.
0: I really love I took it three times in college, twice because I failed and <laughs> once because I got it. <laughs> <laughs> True love
1: would be taking it two more times after you got it. Well,
0: I was really excited. I was like I could I could I could TA this class. I could easily TA this class. And, and I was I'm like am
1: older than the TA right now.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Oh my god. I just the cla- the place that I took that class, it was a huge classroom and there was a mass shooting there a couple of years ago in that in that very room oh at Northern. God. At Northern. And are you? No,
1: Northern had. Northern had a guy
0: come in. I think 15 people were shot, like, oh, brr, yeah. like that. Like crazy shit's going Did you on. You know,
1: there was a huge knifing just this past week? Yeah. But it's gotten no news. That's gotten no it, press.
0: So much of because, you know, the guns, why do the guns always take over well, for the knives?
1: Well, the knives, because no, has anybody died from the knifing? I don't
0: know. There don't was know. one in China, too. There, there was, was like one a, in
1: China, the very, yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, in. Like Lone Star College, I think. But I think it hasn't gotten any press because nobody... Thank I think God. everybody's on Facebook. What?
0: Everybody's on Facebook. That's why it got no press. Who has no? time? <laughs> Who has time? Who has time for that?
1: It's because it's, it's because there aren't a million people dying. Right. Because it's a knife.
0: It's a knifing. Thank God. Right. Knives yeah. don't kill people.
1: Well, they... Yeah. Yeah, they do. yeah But they don't yeah. kill them as quickly. No, they don't. Many. No, they don't. No, no, they don't. The I love that
0: guns don't kill people. People kill people? Because like, knives don't cut bread. Bread cuts bread.
1: (laughs) My sister always, I remember the guns don't kill people, like when I was a little kid, and my sister being like, guns don't kill people, bullets kill people. We just (gasps) thought that was hilarious. (laughs) 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 We did like little comedy bits
0: in our room. Did you have to quit your play? Because your dad got. No, it was a
1: drama. I moved out of the house.
0: (gasps) Yeah, yeah. How old were you? I was in college, I was. Oh, Yo, you moved out of the house, so you were in college. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you were in college, that's right, yeah. that's right, that's right.
1: Yeah, yeah I it, I can't even, there was just so many, so much back and forth of that. So anyway, so with Boom
0: Chicago. Well, but I just wanted to, I don't, I'm not gonna get in the wormhole yeah, at yeah, yeah. all, but, I, but the idea of this, like, we do not give that up, which brings us joy, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it didn't even, you're like, how do I work this out? How do I work this out? You know,
1: and at that point, it wasn't even joy. I mean, it was joy, absolutely. But it was it was sanity.
0: It was what was the sanity?
1: We don't give up that which gives us sanity. Like Got it. I felt like performing, we, wait, I'm sorry.
0: We don't give up that which gives us sanity. Okay. Yeah,
1: I felt like performing. What gave me? I, I felt like I would go insane if I d- didn't get to do it. You know, it's so funny. It's like so for this last year of college, um, we had this agreement that I wasn't going to do theater. Like that. I, like this was. It's a it's a very long story that I won't get into the details. And I, I was friends with this grad student in math, this Russian guy Pasha, who was Pasha. like Pasha, Pasha, mm-hmm. and he, and you know, especially this Jewish guy coming from Russia, Russia, <laughs> but Pasha he had, from Russia, sorry. <laughs> you know, at this point the Cold War was over, right? But. Jews in Russia, like you you had to put down that you were Jewish on a college application and then, like, you couldn't get it. Like, he had. In gone, Russia,
0: all that shit was yeah, still going oh, on. Oh, it was the, terrible. Yeah. It's the yeah. worst.
1: Yeah. Um, so he was like, Why can't you just suck it up for a year, you know, finish college and then you'll have all the freedom in the world? And I was like, okay. like, I just knew I couldn't. I just knew I would go crazy. And it's funny because I had that same feeling this year of like, there was one year left at how I met your mother, mm-hmm. which is. A lovely place to work. Like I can't even tell you how much. Is
0: Teresa still there? Enough? No,
1: no, she left out two years ago. Okay, but uh, I I love the people that I worked with so much. And there's one year left of the show. Like we know that there's one year left, and I just knew I couldn't stay in LA one more year. I was like, I can't. I don't know why I can't. Like I just.
0: You don't have to know why. You just know that you can't.
1: Yeah, to have that. Self-knowledge. It's very powerful.
0: It really is. And
1: so, yeah. So then when I gave note, but so the same thing happened with, again, with with the school where it's like, I don't know why I can't just not just do exactly what my parents want for this one year and then I'll be out of college and I could do whatever I want. And I was like... Nope, I gotta be Sadie Cohen. Right. And like put on sunglasses at night and like walk two blocks from the house and do <laughs> fucking shitty improv for 40 minutes and be terrified that they'll catch me and right. lie to their faces. Right. And I was even seeing a therapist and she was like, yeah. Yeah, what? Yeah, you can lie. Like she knew them. Right. And she was like, they're putting you in the position where you have to lie. Right. And so that's okay. And like it helped me be okay with it. Right. But anyway. An adult
0: gave you that. Thumbs An adult up. who
1: knew them, you know, right. because anyone who didn't know them, who was just hearing my version of stuff, I couldn't trust, because I'd be like, no, but they're, you know.
0: You don't understand. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Wait, wait, there's something that you said. Um, uh, the sanity, the going out of one of Oh, yeah, you can't, your
1: You have to do that, which keeps you sane. So with right. this, with going to New York, it was like, I, I know I'm so much happier there. Right. Like, I don't. they're being where
0: in New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's
1: something about it. And it's not even because there's so many people here in L.A. who I love and respect, mm-hmm. who genuinely love it here. Right. Like, it's not it's not that um, stereotypical thing of like, ugh, oh, L.A. is so stupid. It's like, because I know so many people here who have made a life for themselves that they love. Right. And have figured out how to make L.A. work for them. Like Like, right. it's, it's such a, I have such a visceral reaction to it. Like, it just, and it's even like. New York feels like home, even though it's not. I'm from Chicago. Right. But there is something about that city that, when yeah. I'm there, speaks to me.
0: I totally understand that. I get it. Fart. Dog the fart. Worst. That's not the worst. The worst. There's got to be worse.
1: Uh, um, I am in the yeah. cloud. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think
0: anybody knows that you're holding a dog. I'm and holding like, a dog. Right it's hand. not like Ben, our sound engineer, no, farted. Ben like-
1: just <laughs> let out the canine fart. No, uh, I'm holding. <laughs>
0: A fart He farted in the bottom of the dog that you're holding.
1: Uh, she, 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 this dog is the
0: sweetest. Anybody who's that that's been on Facebook has seen so many pictures of that dog. This dog is amazing.
1: She's just she's sitting. Her head is in, yeah. nestled in the crook of my arm. Oh,
0: she's just so good. God and she's it, been she's, so quiet
1: ahead. and sweet. And then she just unleashed just. A mammoth foulness in my nose. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. It was
1: So, just, yeah,
0: so I, yeah. I don't so remember it the, the oh, 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 New York, like the idea, like going to New York and, and, uh, uh I, 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 uh, this is where I was going. It's just so set, unsatisfying where you go, well, I'll pretend that that was what I was going to talk about, yeah, yeah, but not no, no, um, when I go to New York, it's just such a different feeling, and it I, it does speak to me, and there is an energy there, and there's so many people there, and when I work with the actors in New York, because you know, I'm all over the place, when I work with the actors in New York, there is a quality there, and I'm not saying good or bad in terms of quality, I'm just saying there's a different quality there, yeah. and the quality there is... We're hunkering down. We're in the moment. I, my classes there are sold out here. My drop-in classes don't have a lot of people in it. And that's fine, too.
1: But there's a feeling in L.A., too, that I get when I'm here. We're like, there's time for everything. Right. It's going to be sunny tomorrow. Right. You know? Right. It's just there's just there's It just feels like there's... I don't go out here. And it's... I know there's plenty of stuff to do. But for some reason, I'm always like, eh... Like, last i last night. do it tomorrow. Yeah, and last I don't night have that I either. was
0: here and I was going through boxes of things, looking at stuff.
1: Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. And
0: then tonight, you know what I'm excited about? Maybe doing more of that. <laughs> Um, uh, Because, you know, I'm single, and it's not like, hey, that movie's over at the movie town show place, go in there now. Yeah. And for a while, I'm thinking, I was thinking for a bit, I'm thinking, I have no friends. I don't know. I have no friends. I don't do anything.
1: No, but that's, I just feel like there's something to me, too, about New York of, like, just going out in the street. like Just... Going outside and you're among people is very nice. And when
0: you're in Brooklyn, do you feel that same way too, or do you go? Because I know that when I'm in Manhattan, yeah. if I'm staying in Manhattan, it's yeah. like let's hit the streets. You've got to hit the streets. Is that true of Brooklyn too?
1: It's funny. Uh, it is where I used to live in Brooklyn, and I'm realizing I'm moving to a new neighborhood. I'm moving down to Dumbo, uh-huh. and I'm gonna be close to the water. And I haven't even I haven't seen the new place where I am. I've heard it's very pretty, uh-huh. but I've gotten I've just recently been like, uh oh. Because I'm in this park, I'm in Brooklyn Bridge Park, and I'm like, oh, is that going to be weird at night? Right. Because gonna, I'm going to be in a park, I'm not going to be around restaurants and stuff, because I feel safer when there's people around.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, right.
1: Uh, so but I'm you're gonna, also
0: really close to Manhattan right there, too. You're close. Isn't it really close to Manhattan? Yeah, but I
1: like rolling out the door, and because also I walk a dog at night. And uh-huh. like just, I just like rolling out a door and seeing a lot of people. Got
0: it. Yeah. I get it, I get it. I, I get like it. being right.
1: able to open my door and see people.
0: right. One of the things that I, I love about New York is just how goddamn inspiring it is. Like like that, that rolling out and seeing people and listening to people and, and 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 just thinking about it gives me an energy. Yeah. And and it's so interesting the, the idea the, the creative process where you you just think about something, and you're like oh, and your and your heart rate changes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's sort of like you're at a party and somebody walks into a party and you're like, Oh yeah. you know? And yeah. and then you're, uh, everything changes at that moment. You go, I was thinking that, and now I'm thinking that. And I and I, I got, oh, I could, I'm breathing differently.
1: Well, it's like when you meet somebody you like. And you're oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, I just, so yeah, that, I recently met a guy, and I was like, oh. Well, and, then, and then I just saw him again. I was like, oh, well, that, it just changes the whole city for you. It
0: really does. Yeah, it's lovely. It really does. And and, and a friend of mine. My and friend, it also
1: just, sorry, but it then also changes, like, even when you don't see that person, because then you're like, well, he might, I wonder what he's doing, how he's experienced this sitting right now, or anywhere I go, he might be there.
0: Right. And then your life takes on this exciting thing, and yeah. you start looking around outside for that inspiration, yeah. as opposed to inside for that, where is that person? Yeah,
1: yeah, um, exactly.
0: Uh, and you know Aaron Freeman? He's a Second comedian? City alumni. Yeah. yeah,
1: I remember him. He did the... Uh, he did the city council wars. Yeah, he did. The, like, right, early right. Darth Vader or yes. Darth
0: Verdoliak or something yeah, like that. Yes, yes. Um, he wrote this thing, and I didn't realize it, but um, uh, Laura uh, had posted this um, online uh, in, on her Tumblr blog. And it was something that he did in 2005, and it was sort of.
1: You just say Tumblr. Tumblr. You just say Tumblr. It's like I say Panera bread. Oh, you, you say just-, just say Tumblr yeah you just, Tumblr. Yeah, you just post it on Tumblr. Right. Okay. Like ATM machine.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You just you
1: go to Panera. Right. I do that right. too. I was like, I went to Panera bread for lunch, and my friend was like, Nope, <laughs> you don't go to Ross Dress for Less. You go to Ross. Good. She posted it on her Tumblr.
0: <laughs> so she posted it. I, 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 done, done. Okay, okay. Oh, man, sorry, I was cool. No, I get yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. I get it. I'm totally I'm one saying of those guys, i as too. somebody who
1: appreciates being told not to say Panera I, Bread.
0: <laughs> right, right. Right, so it's on her Tumblr blog. And, uh, <laughs> on
1: her Tumblr blog page. <laughs> on her
0: Tumblr blog page, page her cell phone. So um, she, and it was Aaron Freeman had written this thing about um, bring a physicist to your funeral so the physicist can explain to people that, that, that energy that you got from that person is still here. Aww. The, the energy that that person gave you for you to do that, that's still here. Oh, that energy beautiful. does not go away. And it is a, it's on NPR. If you, if okay. you Google NPR and Aaron Freeman, um, it is just such a gorgeous thing, but it's exactly what you're talking about. About and, and that's the great thing about an education is the moment that you learn something, you are then inspired to something else. And the education that you got is, there is a man in this country,
1: yeah, on this planet, your friend. It makes quicken yeah, a
0: little bit. Exactly, yeah. not a little bit. Yeah. It makes it quicken. Yeah, and, and that's th- nice. And that's really nice. And,
1: and It reminds me of Mul- um, Milan Kundera's book, unbearable lightness of being. Do you remember? Like yeah. when she falls in love and then just, then she just, it's having that lover's eye on you all the time. Like even in your most private moments, you picture him
0: right. watching you. Right. Right. And, and it must be what people who believe in God feel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that thing of, oh, whenever I think about God or Jesus or whatever that's going to be. I
1: think it, you know, i it's funny because I do believe in God, mm-hmm. but I also believe in it being such a personal thing. And, and you know what actually informed my belief in it is math, you know, my degrees in math. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, being in connection with that sort of infinite, um, just an infinity of truth and knowledge that I will only understand pinprick holes of, like the deeper I go, it's there was a, a motto to think deeply of simple things was at this math program that was that was that was the motto which is a very beautiful
0: did you just say it was that what it the
1: motto was to think deeply of beautiful things to think uh, th- deep- sorry, sorry sorry to think deeply of simple things
0: to think deeply of simple things yeah. to think deeply of simple things to,
1: to, to, to really examine what you think just the smallest matters deeply anyway and so i viewed math as like like there's These, uh, this is going to get inarticulate, so forgive me. But like, if you like the night sky, right, is this big black thing, crazy, and sometimes there are these pinpricks of of stars, starlight, and sometimes you can go to different parts of the world and you see a lot more stars. And the stars are always there, right? It's just what you get to see, right? And it's, I feel the same way about knowledge or about truth or about something or about math those moments of really perfect clarity that I'd have in math when I would be able to solve something or follow some deeper thing, it was like you got to to be connected to something that much bigger. Right. And also at the same time with that same connection is also a flash of like, holy shit, there's so much beyond my understanding. <sighs> yeah. Right. And it's the same with improv when you have I those moments of complete connection where you're like, Oh, there is a bigger force here. Right. I don't know what it is, but I know that it's not me.
0: Right. And
1: Yes. Right. So no, that's
0: exactly what. It, when you were saying that, there was a, the, what, the the major thing that you said was the clarity to come into it with a sense of other. Uh, uh, to come, this simplicity and just look at it through the clarity and not to bring anything in other than to be in that moment of going. Okay, right now there's no noise. The noise being the night. The, no, the noise for your example being the 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 street lights yes. and the stop lights and the billboards that are big television sets and all that noise that gets in your skull. Yeah. And then when you go to a place that doesn't doesn't have that noise, how much more you're able to see of the night sky and, and then to be one with it.
1: And you're able to see a lot, but you're also still not seeing by any... You're still seeing, you know, one... Inf- there's still an infinity of stuff that you cannot see. Right. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't stop looking. Right. And it also means you can be satisfied with a lot Grateful. Less.
0: To be grateful for that, what you see.
1: And also, people... You know, New Zealand see the north, the Southern Cross. We see the Northern Star. We never right. see the Southern Cross, but like, right? But that's also like their, exp- you know. So it's me that also helps me with other people's experience of what God or truth or higher power is. It's like, it's it's still, it, it's just beyond my understanding. Right. I, that's what I mean. So it's for perspective. Me, yeah, and for me too, math made me comfortable with the idea of something bigger beyond my understanding. Right. But that doesn't mean I should. Stop trying to understand, because I can still. There are still these pinpricks of
0: light. Right. Stop trying to understand. Where? Where? I shouldn't. You shouldn't stop trying. Well, for me, uh, for me, I I think for me, the word trying to understand is not. It's different than seeking understanding.
1: Yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. I I think the. the, I think the greater purpose and the harder thing to do is to seek to.
0: Right. To uh, continuously. um, Who is? uh, uh, trying to
1: understand uh, makes it seem like there's an end to it.
0: Well, for me, it's also that word trying always, it always stands out to me where I go, there is no such thing as trying. There is seeking, though. Yeah. And, and if you want, we could go, okay, what do we, well, let's weigh those, they weigh trying, the same. Trying,
1: trying, yeah, it's trying that Yoda imp- thing of like, there is no try, there's only do. And, right, Like exactly. there's doing and seeking, and there's no doing and trying.
0: Right. Trying is, if I, if I had you get up and say, to you go, okay, I want you to try. Yeah. What does that look like? Yeah. But I think that, again, it's semantics, but semantics are so much so fun. And if I say seek, just go up there and seek. I think that you could you I would I would be able to watch you seek. Yeah. Um, And uh, Al Gore was on Fresh Air Um, (laughs) and he was talking about what his issues were with George Bush. And he said, uh, George W. Bush, and he said. He's incurious. And I thought, that is awesome. It's that incurious where you go, really? You're done seeking. You're done. You you think that you, you've figured it out.
1: There's something very, and I do it myself, but there's something very comforting, comfortable. It's like comfortably numb feeling. Right. Like, well, if I've sort of if I figured out what the deal is with this, then I don't have to examine it anymore, then I don't have to be uncomfortable with right. how little I know, mm-hmm. then I don't have to be uncomfortable with all the paradoxes and stuff. It's Right,
0: right. You know, and then, then I can just do stuff. But then you're also denying that there's an existence of something that's out there. And I think that you, you butt your head up against some points where you go, I don't understand that. Oh, fuck it. And then, but it doesn't make it go away. Yeah. It just makes it so that you're going now, you now you're aware of something that, that is calling at you yeah. that you don't go and get.
1: Well, it's, there's a, that analogy too of like, if the light shows up on your car of like the check engine light, you, there's people, there's, The ignoring of it is just like putting up black tape over it. Right. Yeah, then the engine light isn't, you're not seeing the engine light going up anymore. You're fucking destroying your car,
0: right? You're
1: not it's bothered by the red light, but. but
0: it's also you saying, "But you're leaving L.A." Is that same sort of thing? Like you could say, "I'm go- I'm going to work at uh, How I Met Your Mother," and that's your black tape over your need. It's like I just got to put in another year. That's your black tape. It doesn't make your need. It doesn't make your 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 desire to leave go away. It doesn't
1: make my yeah, and and and. It's less a desire to. Leave. I'd like to phrase it less uh, as a desire it to that leave. Way. No, 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 no. But it is mm. a desire to leave. But I'm, I'm realizing, well, I need to reframe it in my head as as more of where I want to be. You know what I mean? Like, because it, it's always more powerful to. Oh, clearly. But not not saying that that was me more. Oh no, life, I get but, that too. But it's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, no. It's just like TV can just be such a mo- like. I'm not hearing loneliness if like I've got. They did that study. I remember when Friends was on, where people who watched, literally watched Friends, thought they had more friends, and like <laughs> they really did.
0: <laughs> Which
1: makes sense. I mean, TV like it's such a
0: I suppose it does. For I mean, I'm but it, but it really makes me think about other programs to watch <laughs> that maybe go well. If you well, no, I
1: think I <laughs> guess it's just TV in general. If you watch a lot of TV, you, think right. you have more friends, and you do you do. watch a lot
0: of TV? Uh and I'm not making a judgment on no, it. No, I'm no, no. It's funny
1: do. because I, I will go through periods where I do. I, tr- I had to turn off my cable because of moving, and they turned it off a lot sooner than I wanted them to. And it's, but I feel like the internet has so replaced it, like. So I haven't noticed. I, I thought I would notice it a lot more than I have. So I haven't watched TV in the know, past week.
0: I got to get rid of that thing. I got to fucking not the t- the TV. No, no, no. Because TV? I do. I bought an iMac, which is a you know I don't have a laptop anymore. I do have a laptop, but the iMac's like I could sit and watch that. I don't turn that on. I don't turn you don't the turn TV it on. on? Uh, periodically, I'll turn it on, but I'm not in the industry, so you know I I, I feel like you're not in the industry. But not,
1: you're not entertaining. But do you watch TV shows on the computer?
0: I do, but. I, I usually watch shows that I can't get cast in like um, Rachel Maddow will never hire me <laughs> it's like never, they'll never go well, there's auditions for Rachel Maddow and I'm like oh okay, I can't do that um, no I don't I don't I, I was watching Grimm and I do. I did buy a season of Grimm because my friend Silas is in it. Uh-huh. And it, it, do you know Silas? Uh uh-uh. right. He's in it, and it's really great to watch him it because he's like, "Oh, that's awesome." But I don't really watch much.
1: No, I've been watching a ton of dramas. I've been watching The Americans. I can't stop watching
0: it. Oh, really? I love that's it. That's cabley, right? It's
1: FX. Yeah.
0: FX. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: It's so funny because you find yourself rooting actively for the KGB uh huh you're like and that's like the KGB in like 1980 Where it's like they were bad they were, they were really the bad. bad guys they were the bad guys and you're guys. still like you just
0: come you're on you're like oh kill
1: that American kill that American scientist <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they've Get done
1: a great job uh-huh. they've done a great job I, I was it. watching
0: Boardwalk Empire I really love that but it wasn't somebody said about Boardwalk <laughs> I think it was Boardwalk Empire they were saying this is the theme of every Boardwalk Empire uh um, the show starts out um, the, uh, previously on Boardwalk Empire. It's like, interesting, interesting, interesting. The beginning of Boardwalk Empire, not really interesting, not really interesting, not really interesting, not really interesting. Ten minutes before the end, interesting, end. And that was really it. Like, not interesting, interesting, end. And i like, oh, it's okay. It's all right. Mm-hmm. It's all right. But I love that time period. That's what gets me. It's so
1: beautiful.
0: It really is beautiful.
1: Did you ever watch The Wire?
0: No, that was one show wow. that people go, oh, The Wire. So and, I, and I And I watch the first three episodes like oh, I don't really have the time
1: oh you have to it's you have to pay <coughs> attention to it like in a way that most TV doesn't require right. you to right you know mm-hmm. I, you're laughing
0: did you watch it yeah, yeah.
1: did you love it or, But don't yeah. you have to really like because there's just like a lot of
0: <laughs> you could talk if you want then <laughs> well, why did you
1: laugh when I said you have to pay attention to it
0: more than you have to pay attention to other TV shows.
1: Well, I but I think that's part of how TV is constructed. Is like it's a companion. Mm-hmm. It's like the thing that you turn on, and I do it. Like I'll turn it on, and I like. But again, like that's a thing. It's nice to hear those voices. Ooh, so sorry, I just literally hit my mic. But um, with the Artist Way, have you ever done the Artist Way? No, but
0: I know I know about it. So the, about it.
1: there's one week in the sort of 12 week program where they're like, she's like Media Deprivation Week. Mm-hmm. No, no. You can't nod your head to, because there is no TV. Right. No movies. Right. No radio. No music. No podcast. No music with words
0: to it. No music with words. No reading. You could do what? Yes. Oh, see, that 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 obviously, that was it, really interesting. My symbiotic relationship, my, my kinesthetic response to that was, Re- reading?
1: I know. No fucking reading. No reading. And then... No music with words to it.
0: Like I could live with that. My jazz, my classical music, Like I could live with
1: no all that. No podcast. Like, it just That's made okay. me realize how much I need voices in my life.
0: I can't do that. The background TV thing, because of the commercials, I just go, stop it, stop yelling at me, stop yelling at me, stop yelling at me.
1: I. It is the hardest week ever. Yeah. And it makes you then... By the end, you're like, well, I have stories to fucking tell. Like, you, by the end, you're, like, writing stuff. Got it. Creating stuff. Like, you're realizing, well, what else will I do? And you're like, oh, well, I'll draw or I'll write or I'll go with my friends or I'll I'll just, I'll see what it's like to fall asleep with a silence. It is
0: rough. Okay, I think we're going to have to end there. Okay. (laughs) That's crazy. Thank you for listening to the ADD Comedy Podcast. For Dave Rosowski. I'm Ian Foley. For more information on ADD Comedy, you can visit our website at www.TheADDComedyTour.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at ADD Comedy Pod. If you're in the Chicagoland area, Dave will be teaching his Improvised Acting Saturday, May 18th. For more information, go to www.DavidRozowski.com. Are you waiting for that perfect time to start your dream business? It's now. Whether you're setting up an LLC, s corp sole proprietorship, or nonprofit, LegalZoom takes care of you from start to finish. For more information, go to LegalZoom.com LegalZoom is not a law firm and provides self-help services at your specific direction, but there's so much more. Now every LLC and incorporation package includes an easy-to-use business accounting software, a $269 value, free. Be sure to enter ADD Comedy in the referral box at checkout. Start your business, protect your family, and safeguard your assets at LegalZoom.com today. Sound services for the ADD Comedy Podcast was brought to you by Post-Apocalyptic.